There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the Cosmic Road Trip Podcast. A podcast about all things spiritual, mystical, witchy, and woo-woo, designed for the modern babe. Each week, we will dive deep into the nitty-gritty of ancient energy systems and modern-day modalities. This podcast is for the dreamers, visionaries, changemakers, and risk-takers. Life's too short to be boring, so be prepared for fresh opinions, taboo topics, and unfiltered conversations. We created this podcast because we're obsessed with elevating and expanding our lives. We want to bring you along as we unearth helpful practices and topics that you can utilize to do the same. So if you're ready for some fun, jump in, turn up the volume, and let your co-hosts, Brittany Donalds and Aaron Munoz, guide you through the universe. Hi, guys. guys. This This is is the Cosmic Cosmic Road Trip Trip Podcast. Podcast. And I'm Brittany. I'm Aaron. And this is our first episode, so we thought it would be fun to tell you a little bit more about what you can expect from the podcast, and we will also be doing a fun little Q&A so you can get to know us um, and find out some of the weird and wacky things about us. Yeah, so uh, basically we're going to be exploring all of the weird shit that you see on Instagram, um, the things that have gotten kind of trendy lately, like crystals and like spiritual... Um, exploration, just everything that's out there. Yeah, we'll we'll cover some healing modalities, different um, kind of mindset, te- mindsets, and techniques. You know, we kind of want to cover it all um, because we never like to be bored, and we're always into something new. And thought it would be fun to kind of give you either ways to get your feet wet and jump into it, or hear our experiences about something. And you can expect us to be unfiltered and upfront. If we love something, we'll tell you. If we hate it, we'll tell you. Right. And basically, this is just your um, ticket on our journey as we kind of... um, venture out and explore and um we're by far not experts in these um in this realm i guess but um this is just all of us going on a journey together yeah this kind of just stemmed from the fact that we're always posting and talking about the crazy stuff that we're into and we were constantly having 
friends, family members, even strangers asking, you know, what what is this or what are you doing here? And the more that um, we kind of talked about it, the more it just seemed like maybe it'd be fun to do a podcast about it so that there's a place and resource for all of that information. So And yeah, I mean, it seems crazy, but it's it's really not crazy. The more that we have explored and learned about these things and um, they can change your life and they can um, just show you that there's so much more out there than we ever even knew and we're constantly um un- uncovering new things so yeah. and if there is something you know that you're interested in learning more about and we haven't covered it yet or um you just want to um, maybe have us try something out before you do um definitely connect with us on instagram um, and send us your messages because we love being guinea pigs oh, yeah. we're all about it we're always game for something new yeah especially if it's weird yes exactly <laughs> so Okay, so let's get started on our questions. Uh, we both wrote up six questions that we wanted to ask the other person, and uh, Brittany's going to start out with the ones that she came up with. Mm-hmm. So, okay. here we go. So, what's your favorite two crystals and why? And I specifically said two because I knew that I wouldn't be able to pick one, so I went with two. Oh, gosh. Okay, well, there are so many that I like, but... Um, instantly what came to mind was rose quartz because a classic. I feel like um, before I really was like a believer in crystals or felt like I needed them in my life, I, I knew about them and I had a couple of little ones that I like didn't keep with me or anything like that. Um, and it was the craziest day. Like Brittany knows the story, but um, I had been struggling with figuring out what, um, like when I should open my own salon because it had been something that I wanted to do for a long time. And I, there was just like a lot of self-doubt and, um, like feeling ill-prepared and like unworthy. I had worked in salons that were like really, really bad situations. And, um, I didn't realize how much of that I was like carrying around with me still. And like how that was playing into me feeling like I couldn't do this on my own, you know? Yeah. And um, the first day that we came in to work at the building that will that we're now turning into my salon space, um, I looked down and there was a huge rose quartz crystal setting in the flower bed with like all kinds of dead leaves and like nastiness that I had I had walked past, I mean, a hundred times probably. And had never, ever seen a crystal sitting there. I feel like I would have known it was there. Um, and I, like, picked it up, and I was like, what the heck? Like, where did this come from? <laughs> I c- tried to call Brittany because I was like, maybe she, like, came and brought this and, like, dropped it off for me. Um because she was like my weird friend that liked crystals and like the had them, bunny, and, but with crystals. yeah, right. And so I was just like, I don't even know exactly like what this, what the crystal, like what it means. I only knew a little bit about them at the time, and so I googled. Um, I knew it was, was a rose quartz, so I googled its properties, and it's all about like self, like love and healing, and just. Um, like feeling valuable and you know all of that stuff helping um to overcome like 
everything that I needed, basically, and all the things that I was kind of struggling with, it was just like the universe plopped this big, gorgeous crystal right, right in my lap. flower bed, yeah. right next to the front door of my salon. And I was like, you know what? The universe is rooting for me. Like, I can do this. So that's definitely like Rose one of my... place. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. And um, there was also a clear quartz crystal with it, which I was like, holy shit, like, I know that this magnifies everything. And so I just really felt like that those two you can't go wrong are so, I mean, yeah, they're good for everyone, Mm -hmm. too. So that's why I feel like no matter what, like, everybody should have both of those. For sure. And the universe, like, just dropped them in my lap. I completely So they're my favorite. Nice. Um, My two favorite... Currently, they kind of change depending on what I'm working on or what I'm trying to call in. Um, But right now, I've been doing a lot with um, intuition. And so I have been trying to work on my gifts and, you know, any kind of um, third eye situation. So I actually really like Celestite. It's just kind of a light bluish purpley crystal um and they say it connects you to your angel guides as well Mm -hmm. so that's a big one for me right now and I kind of constantly have that around and um or I sleep with it in my pillow and then the other one and this one's been a favorite for a long time is citrine it's just kind of um a light champagne colored um crystal and one little side note if you're getting into crystals um you need to make sure you find natural citrine a lot of people will um heat amethyst which is a purple stone and when you heat it it turns it like an orangey dark yellow color um and not that anything's wrong with it you would just be kind of more channeling amethyst instead of citrine so um just try to find natural citrine it should look like champagne like it's a very light yellow color so um but I like that one because it's a good luck one and um it's always calling in the kind of money vibes and um all of that so I'm constantly um into you know pulling citrine and meditating with it or putting it in my like I I have a boutique um and I put it in my cash drawer (laughs) at at the store so um so those are my two right now that I'm probably working with the most that's so funny I've been carrying Celestia with me a lot lately I love it Uh it's such a good one um it's I I just kind of got into it like in the last six months um but I really like it, so I can't go wrong. Okay, so question number two. Do you have a morning or evening ritual that you do every day? If so, what is it? Um, I would love to say that I, like, do yoga for an hour, (laughs) and because that's, like, my ideal morning. But I have kids (laughs) and a dog that don't usually um, respect what I want to do for my morning routine. So what I've been doing every day... um, on the regular, which actually, like, is super short and simple, but um, brings me a lot of, like, peace for some reason now. I will wake up, um, wash my face, which I just feel like self-care, you know, is something Mm -hmm. that's so important. And, like, even if you just take a few seconds to do it, it makes such a big difference on, like, your mindset and how you feel in the morning. Yeah, and it's, so, like, the first thing to go out the window for people when yes, they get busy. Yes, Self-care is, like, exactly. the thing that You wake up out. late and you're, yeah. like, okay, like, yeah. you know, just rush, 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 rush into whatever you have to do. So mm-hmm. take a second for yourself. But um, washing my face and, 
using frankincense, mm. like rubbing it in my palms. I actually do um, frankincense and lavender because it makes it a little more gentle. Mm-hmm. But um, doing that and taking a few like deep breaths of it and rubbing it on my skin. Mm-hmm. Frankincense is really good for it your just, skin. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so good for your skin. But just like it emotionally prepares me and... I feel like while I'm just taking the time to intentionally take like four deep breaths, I get my mindset right, I focus, and I'm like, okay, I can do whatever, (laughs) whatever this morning is going to bring, I can do it. And then usually I'll go to my tray and I pick a crystal that I want to have, you know, around and that is going to help me be a little more intentional that day. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Mine is a little bit different. Um, I don't have any kids, so my days are kind of just what, what (laughs) I need or what I want to do. Oh, the Um, life. (laughs) A different kind of life. (laughs) Um, no, for sure. But I usually, we get up, um, in the mornings and work out. So, um, I actually like to get my body moving first. Um, I kind of spray my face with, um, like a, tea tree mist um to kind of wake it like wake my face up and it has I usually create my own so I, I put a crystal in it or if you can buy one you can even throw a crystal in just make sure it's not water soluble so it doesn't dissolve on you um and I think right now um mine has amethyst in it um because again I'm working on my intuition so I like that to kind of hit my face first thing and then um after we work out I come home and I make green smoothies for us and it's just whatever is a you know I'm into but lately I've been putting um a lot of fresh fruit from um the farm in there and then um I also do a lot of spirulina and chlorella in there so it makes it that really deep green mm-hmm. color and then after I shower and get ready for the day I do um I meditate and I just meditate for 5 minutes and then do a tarot or oracle card um kind of draw I'll just you know shuffle them and say show me the card and the guidance that I need to see today and I draw a card so I know that sounds really long but that includes like my workout and my shower and all of that before I have to head to the store um and if you don't have an oracle card I've just recently or like a deck yourself I've just found that there's a ton of them on the app store and you can buy them for like ten dollars like the entire deck and just like it'll Mm. shuffle through and it gives you tarot spreads and interprets the cards for you so if you're new to it I think that that would be a perfect way to jump into it so yeah that's my morning routine and then you could even do that like on the go yeah yeah it would be perfect I mean because I'm not like traveling but it's always really nice to have that if you have a spare five minutes to Mm -hmm. even in your car just like take a deep breath kind of draw a card, see what's coming up for you and kind of reset. So I just, yeah, I'll have, I can post, um, there's a couple of really good ones that I, I like that I've downloaded. So, um, and you can try all of them out usually for seven days to make sure it lines up with you. So, um, okay. Question three, what's your go-to oil or blend? And it can be like what you like to use on yourself, what you diffuse or just what you love to smell. It doesn't matter. Ooh. Okay. Um, I feel it well. I told you that frankincense is like my daily thing, mm-hmm. but um, I'd say there's one blend right now that I'm kind of obsessed with because I'm so like, oh my gosh, I honestly feel like the full moon and Lionsgate and just all of the like transitions and beginnings that are happening in yeah. my life right now the cosmic have upheaval. had me like 
an emotional mess <laughs> and like just like whether it's good or bad um so there's a blend called sarah and how, do you know how you spell that i don't know s-a-r-a it's just okay. yeah it's one of the young living blends but oh, okay and honestly i'm not even sure all of the oils that are in it you right just, now yeah but I, one of my friends posted about it and was just like, if you have big feelings, this is the <laughs> oil that you need. So I was like, yep, add that to my cart. Okay. I'll take 12 of those. And yeah, like I, I love, I've been doing uh, my meditations with it and oh my gosh, I've, I've at least tried to take like 15 to 20 minutes to meditate in the evenings lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always like at a different time or sometimes it's like super late after everyone is matter, in bed, but in. oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And I've been meditating with Sarah. I'll usually put a little bit of it in my diffuser and then I'll put just a couple drops in my palms and inhale mm-hmm. to get me like in the right mood. And oh my gosh, it's magical. Mm, so good. yeah, I'll, I'll have to, to, I'll yeah. to give you some, um, my favorite, um, that I've been diffusing at the store and it seems to be all of my customers favorite. And I posted about it on Instagram, but, um, it's just peppermint and eucalyptus. It's oh, and just, it smelled so good the other yeah, day. It's just yeah, like, I this, actually like, put it in my diffuser last night. <laughs> I was like, yes, yeah. this is great. It's just like clean and refreshing and calming all the at uh-huh. the same time. I don't know. Yeah. And like, you know, everyone's coming in and they're wearing their masks and even through their masks, they're just like, it's it like a breath so of good. fresh air. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's my favorite. Um, so I do that. That's my favorite one for the day. And then at night I like lavender and blue tansy. Mm-hmm. Have you done anything with yeah. blue? Oh, blue tansy is so gosh. Bougie. It's my, probably my favorite single scent on its blue own. Blue tansy is so good for your skin. Yeah. It's amazing. It's, I, I had some blue tansy oil. I went through all of it. I loved it too. So uh-huh. I yeah. need to get some. Um, so yeah, those are kind of what I'm going through right now. And, um, I'll probably keep up with the, the uh-huh. scent in store. It can be it, like it my so on brand scent, you know, yeah. of, like, you know, that you're there when you smell it. So last night when I had it in the diffuser, I made, um, well, we were all supposed to Archer and Bear and I were supposed to be doing yoga (laughs) and so it was like Bear kind of trying to do yoga and mostly crawling under me while I was doing things and Archer was like sitting down the whole time (laughs) but he well they both loved the oils like the Mm -hmm. ones that you had posted and um, they kept like going over to the diffuser and just like breathing, uh-huh. and I was just, like, "Get away from it! Get away from it!" Like we all want to smell the goodness, okay? It's so perfect, they too. were more like, into that than the up, yoga. It's a good one too, like, yeah. Um, or you know, uh, yeah, it's such a good one. It's it's a classic for sure. <laughs> anyway, um, okay. What's your favorite kind of mystical or spiritual practice um, that you love doing, and it can just be right now or overall? Um, I feel like crystals and meditation have probably been my, like, favorite and the two that I've, like, delved the deepest into Mm -hmm. just because I, like, I want to know so much more about all, like, everything, but I feel like those two are so, um, simple. Like, you can just start without having to know too much. Right. And, um, they're so easy. Like, you can do them wherever you are. You don't need to take a bunch of stuff with you. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, a lot of them are that way. But right. for me, I definitely think if I can hold a crystal, um, for some reason, I'm just so, like, drawn to them. Mm-hmm. But I feel like anything that kind of, like, comes from the earth, just, You're like, into. I'm yeah. drawn to. Mm-hmm. So definitely the crystals and um, 
taking time to like focus my mind Mm -hmm. I definitely feel like it's hard for me to like calm my mind sometimes or to stay focused or because I'm like a thousand miles a minute in 40 (laughs) like 47 thousand directions so that really like centers me and um it's it's crazy how it can help like or it's helped me with so many things that like I didn't realize I had access to which is just by taking the time to to use those so awesome yeah um mine would be actually just um we started it a few seasons ago and it's something that my husband and I do and I've posted about that too but basically like seasonal change ritual jars so either doing the summer and winter solstice or the spring fall equinox and basically gathering items that are outside during that season um and you create kind of just a mason jar filled with water and crystals and essential oils and kind of take time to meditate over what you want to call in and then making an intention list over for the next um you know season and it's just been really powerful and it's actually how I manifested my friendship with Aaron so um (laughs) so I just think they're they're really cool and I love doing it with my husband so that's kind of like a thing and um they're really fun to make yeah they're fun they're pretty like your whole family can get into it it's free you don't have Mm -hmm. to like invest in anything um so I just really enjoy that so that's one and then one that happens probably more frequently I'm really into like tarot and oracle lately um and it, you know, you can get a pretty reasonably priced oracle or tarot yeah. deck. Um, I'm drawn more towards oracle than tarot, though. So I like doing my daily draw. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, kind of a little bit of a deeper question. What's the biggest limiting belief you've overcome? Oh, gosh. I was, like, thinking about this question a it's, lot. It's a big one, Since yeah. I read it. And I was just like, honestly, there's... So many. I, I feel like there are so many, but... Sometimes you don't even realize, like, how Mm -hmm. many things that you have had to overcome. So I was like, oh, damn, okay. Um, I think that, like, the biggest for me that popped up in my brain, probably because it was, like, recent and it was the most, like, unexpected, Mm -hmm. was when I, I, I realized that I was afraid to lose my children. Yeah, no, I mean, that's <laughs> that, a, yeah. that was a That was a really crazy thing. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, you kind of, like, knew because when I had this crazy revelation, I was in my car <laughs> and I was driving and I called Brittany in tears. <laughs> um, and I was just like, oh, my God, I just realized that I've been, you know, that I believe this. And um, it it... I had no idea. Like, mm-hmm. I had no idea. I was listening to a podcast, um, Pretty Little Ombre. She is like my mindset and business coach that I um, I follow her religiously, and I've learned so much from her. But um, I was listening to her talk about something completely different and manifesting business. And all of a sudden, at the end of one of her podcasts, she said something about how. Um, situations in her family had caused her to be afraid that she would lose her children and she and just to clarify when she says lose her children she doesn't mean like them passing away like 
Um, um, well, she actually what like well, so for you, so yeah, for she you, was sorry. afraid. Yeah. Sorry, um, she was afraid that her kids would die or you know something like terrible that would happen. Yeah, happened. terrible accident, anything. Um, so she found herself like either smothering them, you know, like wanting to be super close to them all the time, and then with and then she like thought that that wasn't healthy. Mm-hmm. So then she started pulling away when she had her second child, like almost- and. Oh my gosh, like, it hit me like a bag of bricks. Like, it literally knocked the wind out of me. And I felt the exact same, like, fear, except mine had stemmed from just um, a divorce from my parents and it being really ugly and um, my sister and I going with one parent and my brothers going with the other parent. And um, eventually, like, all of the ugliness and like bitterness led to my brothers not talking to my mom anymore and basically like divorcing her and having my stepmom adopt them and mm-hmm. I just I just felt like like, like what no matter no matter what kind of yeah no matter whatever. what kind of mom I was or or something like that like that um I would do something to make them not want me anymore mm-hmm. and I it made me, like, afraid to really be close to them and to be present and to bond with them. I felt like I had let them down by getting divorced from their dad. Mm-hmm. And it was just such a weird thing. Like, mm-hmm. because I love my kids. Like, I, they've lived with me every day of their life since, you know, they were born. But I felt like, especially when my second son was born, Archer, like, I had distanced myself because I was so afraid and that like my brother's not talking to my mom and you know those like rifts that were Mm -hmm. really major and like still had a really like fresh feeling in my heart um it hadn't been that long since all of that stuff had happened so like right around the time that he was born I was dealing with all of that and yeah I had no idea so well, that's how most people don't realize all the, that they have those right beliefs. yeah like, that's kind of the thing is that, it just never crossed my mind because I had yeah. so many other like shitty things <laughs> so, like, that I was like surely that's what's messing me up yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but um yeah and like I I think of myself as a good mom and stuff like that but it just I was feeling like unworthy to like have them or keep them and mm-hmm. like no matter what I was gonna do like it wasn't gonna be enough and at some point they would hate me or be mad at me or choose their dad over me no and and like I was so afraid of that it's I'm sure it's really I mean everything obviously comes back to worthiness in my book like Uh there's so much that comes back there but I can imagine it's you know I obviously don't have kids but I can imagine that that would be a terrible like feeling and yeah I I probably would err on that side as far as like you know um kind of protecting yourself or like kind of pulling back mm-hmm. almost so you don't like you know have to if let you go them, or like yeah. what will you know yeah. you would feel less like involved or like mm-hmm. you know so I would yeah that would be really hard for yeah. sure so yeah so yeah. I feel like that's definitely not now that I know that that's how I was feeling you know just getting it out like sometimes like in the car the just telling part. Brittany that I had realized these feelings was a total weight off my chest and like I already started feeling like there was healing happening Mm -hmm. so so I definitely think that was probably the biggest one (laughs) (laughs) no that totally makes sense um 
The one that popped up in my head was more so, um, like, how I feel that I have to try to, like, control things because mine stemmed from growing up and, like, my parents are still together. They shouldn't be together and they fought all the time. Um, And I knew, like, luckily my mom had always said, like, this isn't normal or, like, this isn't how marriage should be. She was very empowering, but it was more like that she could empower us, my sister and I, but she couldn't empower herself. Um, And so I actually, when I, my go-to when I would be in relationships was always, like, as soon as an argument would happen, and it could be, like, a silly argument. I'm not saying if you're having traumatic, like, life-altering disagreements or there's any kind of abuse like that's something totally different um mine were just like silly things and as soon as an argument or disagreement would happen I'd be like well we should just break up this is over we should just break up and it was like abort mission (laughs) yeah yeah it was like the flight or fight like mine was flight like I didn't want to fight I wanted to just run and um you know I was really lucky with some of the relationships even before my now husband but it really that they'd be like, no, like, you know, whatever. But my husband really worked on me and helped me learn how to communicate. And that's one of my favorite things about the way, even to this day, when if we have an argument, it, it's never like, oh, we should get a divorce. Like, we should run. Like, it was kind of having the ability in myself to know that, like, I can work through hard things. And just because you have an argument, it's not like the end of the world. Life isn't perfect that there are going to be disagreements and learning how to communicate in a good way kind of shifted that and now you know we do have our disagreements but they are never like a traumatic argument Mm -hmm. or I never walk away feeling like you know we don't call each other names or anything like that but we still work through our our shit so um that was a really big one for me and luckily I learned that you know probably a couple years into our relationship kind of it fully sat in and I stopped saying I was like well you weren't gonna get rid of him that easily or like I was like okay well we should just break up luckily I stopped and I was really grateful for that and it kind of trickles out into any kind of you know relationship that Mm -hmm. you have to have difficult conversations on so that's a big one for me that's a good gotta, one. That little kid you got to take care of from, you know, your inner child. Oh, so. yeah. I just think that growing up and seeing dysfunctional relationships makes you, like, afraid of yeah, any I, sign yeah. of dysfunctionality in Yeah, I'd rather be alone than, oh, like, totally. be my parents, yeah. basically, you yeah, know? Definitely. So, yeah. Okay, um, and then something a little bit lighter. What's the favorite, your favorite thing that you've manifested? You. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so Brittany and I, um, have only known each other for like a year and a half because it was our anniversary of your photo shoot. Yeah. And we met, I I have a scar from the first time we met. Um, (laughs) it wasn't because of Aaron. Um, it would have been, it was in summer of, was it last year when we did, when Laura had the... Yeah, so it's like, um, let's see, what month was it? It was like, like May early or, summer. Yeah, I was going to say May, maybe. So yeah, like a, almost a year and a half now we've yeah. known each other. Yeah, um, yeah. I had been praying <laughs> for somebody that understood me and was like me in the ways that I needed and not like me in the ways that I needed. And I um, had, gosh, for like 
the last four years, I was going through some shit, and or even like before that. But I have, I feel like I have a lot of people that I could say as a friend, you know. Mm-hmm. But just having trouble trusting someone to really be a good friend to mm-hmm. me, and um, feeling like other people are worthy of my energy and my time and stuff because oh, yeah. I had been hurt by best friends before that mm-hmm. I would, you know, do anything for. Um, so I was just like, God, I need somebody who is not going to shit on me <laughs> and who I can trust. Like, like I didn't even know all the things that I needed, but I knew like what my heart was aching for kind mm-hmm. of. And like, I have Jacob who is my fiance, but we've been together for five years and there's something and about, he, like, in a way, is my, like, you know, yeah. yeah, like, he's my best friend in the way that he can be, mm-hmm. but, yeah, I needed, I needed a girl, like, yeah. I needed friends, and I would, <laughs> I was driving from Wichita to Winfield back and forth to work, and I, like, every morning when I would have this, like, weird loneliness, <laughs> just time to think. I, yeah. there were so many times that I would just, like, cry in my car <laughs> and be like, God, send me, like, send me a friend. Like, send me friends. Or, you know, just not not knowing exactly what that would look like. Mm-hmm. And then one day I met Brittany, mm-hmm. and I ended up doing her hair and makeup for a photo shoot. And, like, she was talking about how she was, like, into <laughs> crystals and plants. And I just, like, got this vibe from her that I knew that we had to be friends. Well, it's so funny. And I was like, she's way too cool for me. Oh like, gosh, like she's from way. Kansas City, <laughs> and, like, she just moved to Winfield, and she's going to think that we're all stupid and lame. But, nope. um, yeah, it it ended up working out. And Well, that, so for a little background, like, on the town that we live in, if you're not familiar, it's a very small, like, rural um town of like 12,000 people um we don't even have we have like a Walmart and no Target no Target (laughs) no Starbucks so it's a very small town so um moving back from Kansas City definitely like talking about the things that I was into um was also just like a growing step for me that was like I'm owning who I am this is it you know whatever and putting it out there kind of um that this is who I am and the right people will find me and the funny thing was, at the time, I had had a hairstylist in Kansas City, and I loved loved her, and then when I moved back, I think I found somebody randomly on um, Instagram or something, and was going, but it was an hour away in Wichita, and not that that's that big of a deal, but it was, you know, going back and forth, and Levi, my husband, he was just like, oh, hey, he was like, you should check out this girl Erin's page, she posts a lot of the hair that, like, you're into, which is just, like, biolage and, like, melted color, and I was like, okay, like, thinking about it, but I'm kind of particular with my hair, and, I mean, the pictures looked great, but I was happy where I was at kind of deal, and then finally, like, Levi had said that twice, like, as I was going to Kansas City, he's like, it'd be a lot easier if you just went in town, I was like, I know, I know, but, you know, as a girl, you're just <laughs> it's like... It's your hair, yeah, though. <laughs> you're just like, because I had changed to somebody else before I found the guy that I had liked, and she kind of messed up my hair and made it, like, maroon one time, and so um, I was nervous, but then I ended up... Um, I mean, when the universe is working, it's working. Like, I have my husband telling me this. My friend, um, or, like, she's now a close friend and one of our business partners in another business, 
she had reached out. Um, she went to high school with Levi and was like, hey, um, I had a cancellation on pictures. Would you want to um, come have your pictures done? All you have to do is pay for hair and makeup. And um, I was like, yeah, sure, that sounds good. And so Aaron was the hair and makeup. And um, the funny part was is it was almost even like the other girl that was there was going to end up doing it. Um, and she like burnt my arm and I have this scar from it. So I always <laughs> laugh about it. But Erin ended up like that girl kind of, I don't know what she went to go do, but Erin ended up taking over. It was like the universe was like, all right, no. let's get together. Let's in this make chair. this happen. <laughs> so um, it all, I don't know. I think it all works out. And yeah. I was calling them the same thing, except my list was very specific on what I was looking for I was like I had written out on my solstice star list looking for um a friend that was into like crystals and manifestation and would go try like weird random shit that I found on Facebook <laughs> that we should do and like all of those kind of things and where I could be like my complete self and you know whatever so I ended up working out so I'll, I'll tie mine into manifesting that as well um is, is my favorite thing too yeah. yeah, I'm I'm so glad that I manifested you <laughs> it worked out yes. and we can go into manifestation in another episode sometime because I feel like people are always right. into that yeah. and asking about it so we'll go into Definitely. more details sometime so okay, okay now your questions. questions all right so the first one is how or why did you start exploring the mystical world so I was in recruiting, um, in like IT recruiting, so finding candidates for IT jobs for a few years. And I would kind of be successful and things would go really well and then it would kind of fizzle out and I would be miserable. And um, I got fired from one job, laid off from another, and I was just like, there has to be something else. Like I was making good money, like six figures, but I was crying all the time. I was miserable. Like I had a healthy marriage. I had my health. We had a beautiful home. Like I had everything that you would think you would want. And I was just like miserable at my job. And, um, I just couldn't wait to get home because I, you know, just wanted to be there and I felt better there. And I think I finally, like, I started feeling kind of, like, anxious in my chest. And I was like, there has to be something that I can do. And, um, like, I think I came across um, a girl called Manifestation Babe. And she's still out there. And I follow her on Instagram um, to this day. But she was just starting out. And she was talking about manifesting and um, meditating. And I kind of started out just meditating. And it kind of spiraled from there. And I think it's really what changed my direction in my career to finally go after what I wanted, um, including like manifesting, getting fired from my last recruiting job with a severance package and unemployment so that I could, you know, open my boutique and start other businesses. And I, I mean, I told Levi probably 10 times, I was like, I just want to get fired so that I can get unemployment. And if they would like give me a severance package, that would be great. And he was like, well, I don't know. Usually if you get fired, they don't give you a severance package. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm manifesting it. And I kind of was ready to take the leap and start the online part of my boutique while I was still working at the other job. And, um, I ended up getting manifesting, getting fired and they paid me, um, like a couple like paychecks worth of, of, severance and I got unemployment and ended up opening the boutique. So, um, 
it was definitely not as condensed and easy as all of that was. Like I hired, you know, a coach in there and did some courses and things like that, but it really like shifted my, my mindset on how I wanted to live my life. So Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people kind of get to a breaking point is why they need to turn to something else. Looking for something else. Yeah. I, I definitely agree. Um, I feel like I've always, um, been into like spiritual things Mm -hmm. and I guess when I say that like that doesn't to me that doesn't mean like church or religion necessarily but I'm just kind of all of it Mm -hmm. and things that make my spirit feel good right so um I grew up going to church but I think like a lot of young people that have grown up in a church like I did Mm -hmm. There's so many things that are frustrating about it, mm-hmm. and there's so many things that seem like disingenuine, and um, there's a lot, there's parts that make sense and that feel right, and then there's, you know, things that sometimes don't. Yeah. So, um, I, I got to a point where I started questioning a lot of stuff that mm-hmm. I had been, like, taught as a kid, or, um, and always just, like, accepted as, like, that's all there is, kind of, um, until it wasn't working for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like it just seemed really weird that there are so many people on the earth that believe all of these different things, but all of them think of like all of these religions that have been around for thousands of years are so much alike but mm-hmm. so different also. Right. Yeah. And I'm like there has to be something that like we all know, like it's just internal like we know it's there, but maybe all of us are getting it wrong a little bit. You know what I mean? Right. So I was just like, there's too much knowledge out there for me to settle for what I've been taught as a kid. Like, mm-hmm. I have to know more. Um, I definitely am just curious by nature, so I wanted to see, like, what all of it was about. And um, I had gone through my divorce. There was a lot of religious stuff, like, pushed on me Mm -hmm. and I feel like a lot of people feel that way yeah yeah um well and even like in that relationship my ex was like go ended up changing majors and being a a theology and Mm. like philosophical philosophical studies um like religion major right and so I was just like his negative feelings towards me and his, like, vast, vast knowledge of, like, everything religious and theological, mm-hmm. I think he, like, kind of used against me a little bit. Right. And so it totally shut me off from, interested. like, wanting yeah. anything to do with that. And and also just, like, going through a divorce and, and going to church and having people that don't know, like, what's going on personally, like, in your life like, say say things to you and think that they're helping. Right. Or, like, making shitty comments to you <laughs> that, like, maybe they don't realize are super shitty. Right. <laughs> but it just, I was like, okay, well, I want nothing to do with this anymore. Yeah. Um, like, it didn't, it didn't change the foundation of, like, what I believed. But um, it definitely had me curious about, like, other things that I could get um, spiritual, like, release and growth from. Right. So... I uh, started just, like, reading about um, meditation, you know, like, 
little little spiritual things that like a lot of religions do right um and that people find like peace and comfort through Mm -hmm. and I started with meditation and just like all that I knew how to do was pray basically so (laughs) I would just like silently pray and meditate I was into yoga already and started kind of using that as like a way to like move my body and like get my thoughts flowing like just freely or Mm -hmm. like kind of like venting out you know like all of this like negativity that I can had like held on to at times um so yeah I I feel like it's just kind of like an avalanche at a certain point you start and you start to pick the little things up and before you know it, you're down in rabbit holes of yes. you know, new practices. Because there's so much. There's, there is, yeah. I, I mean, I was from Arizona, grew up in Kansas, and everybody around here, for the most part, believes the same things mm-hmm. and are totally unexposed to, like, foreign religion or even, practices, you know, just cultures, yeah. stuff like that. It's It's all pretty much the same here. Yeah. And um, if you well, we are like, in the Bible. There belt. are people in our town that have never left Cali County, yeah. so it's just it's just like once you are opened up to so many things that are out there and that like work for people and give people peace and you know feelings like that, you want to know more. Right. And as soon as I started doing those things, like I could feel a difference. Right. And I was definitely definitely struggling struggling with anxiety, and had never really had any issues with it before until my divorce and would literally feel like someone was setting on my chest suffocating me Mm. and all I could do was run like I started exercising nonstop, and would just like run until I felt crappy from running and not from you know Mm -hmm. just overthinking and worrying and stuff like that so um yeah and then I mean I got into the oils and I got into the very first oil that I used was um for stress and I rubbed it between my palms took four deep breaths and like instantly felt better Mm -hmm. and I was just like oh my gosh like I don't have to take antidepressants to feel good like it was so weird to me because I had at one point been on antidepressants and they made me like psycho crazy I feel like I just Mm -hmm felt weird. I don't like the idea of taking drugs, um, unless they're recreational. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, uh, I am self-employed and don't have insurance. So I was like, okay, well, like that's not an option for me to just like go and say like, okay, doctor, I want to take this like expensive antidepressant or, you know, and, and I just, I know that like your mind is so powerful and that you can overcome things by, finding healing so I started like taking responsibility for that instead of like letting it wreck me I wanted to help myself take control because nobody else was going to do it for me so um yeah Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that was I like lot. it. No, but no, it's I mean it's usually I like you said or like I said earlier, I mean, you kinda hit this breaking point and you're like, I've tried everything else, what else can I do? Yeah. And when that happens. Not saying that you have to get to that point because there are people that no. grew up with families that like teach them this stuff from a young age, yeah. but that's not the norm. So. I just wish I would have known yeah. about Earlier. other things and disciplines and And there's nothing wrong with pharmaceuticals. Like if you're oh, if that, definitely if they help not. you, if you feel good, if 
they yeah some know. people do need them yeah but I always feel like there are ways that we can heal ourselves mm-hmm. before we search outside yeah I just don't ever want there to be like a you know stigma around like not doing something quote yeah. unquote the yeah. natural way just taking action and advocating for yourself, for yourself. yes and Figuring listening out what to, feels right yeah, for you to what is mm-hmm. what is good for sure in your in your spirit yeah Next okay. One? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, one thing you wish you could tell your fifteen-year-old self. Um, probably that um, you don't need to control everything. Like I had this, you know. Like I said, my parents fought a lot when I was little, and so I think I came up with this control coping mechanism. Like. Maybe if I make everything perfect and I control everything and I, like, know what's going to happen, I'll be able to, like, make it okay or, like, you know, make my parents happy enough so they won't argue with each other. And um, that ended up coming up in so many different ways of, like, being controlling. And there's also, um, you know, something, like, it's okay to, like, not control everything and it's also okay to own um you know I think as a young girl I was always you know or even a teenager what being if you're any kind of leader or trying to help manage a situation or like take the reins on a project like that doesn't make you a bitch either so like finding that you'll you'll find that healthy balance Mm -hmm. you know when you get older um into a place of like I'm okay. Like, there does need to be people that, like, take control of... And control in the sense of, like, managing or taking the reins on something. And when I say, like, you don't need to control, I mean, like, everything doesn't have to be perfect, like, to make the world okay. So just telling myself, like, it's okay to be a leader and to want that and not be considered a bitch because I was called a bitch all the time and it used to be such a trigger word for me. And now I don't really care if anyone thinks I am. Um... But I also am not trying to come from a controlling place to, like, make it okay, I guess, is kind of the difference. Mm -hmm. So just telling myself, because I was such a little brat, like, you know, (laughs) like, if things weren't done my way, like, in my, like, high school relationships or friendships, it would, like, send me into a tailspin. And that doesn't, you know, like, do that now in the sense of, like, um, you know, whatever, like you just plan. Like you things. can be easygoing. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I'd probably tell myself it's okay not to control things and you, you know, it's not your responsibility to make it perfect. So other people are okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. What about you? Um, I would say, I don't know, just stop caring what people think so uh, much probably. Yes. I feel like that I think we all need that one. Well, and it was like, I, I never really cared until I got into like seventh grade maybe the end of sixth grade year there's this time that I like specifically feel like changed me as a person I was gonna say something probably like I feel like I always cared what people thought but that was from a very see no I was very much like I thought everyone liked me I like honestly like just didn't care too much about it maybe like because I always did like what I wanted to and I was just that like weird funny like I don't know I was just lucky that people liked me Mm -hmm. for doing what I wanted um and then it was like in sixth grade all of a sudden there's like clicky people and there's 
cool girls that like I didn't know before and mm-hmm. that don't really like know who I am or care who I am and right. like now I have to impress them and like prove that I'm worthy somehow and um I had this best friend that like we literally did everything with or everything together like had matching shoes like we oh, yeah. would like make matching shirts for football games and stuff like that and she was like she was awesome but I ended up having this slumber party for my birthday, mm-hmm. and one of my cool girlfriends basically told me, like, my mom gave me a number on the amount of people I could have stay the night, mm-hmm. and I wanted all of these cool girls to stay the night and, like, impress them and have so much fun together, and one of the girls was like, well, then you're not going to be able to have my best friend stay the night. And I was like, okay, well, I don't want to hurt her feelings, so I'm just going to tell her that, like, I'm not having a sleepover. Oh, no. And she, in our, anyway, in our little sixth grade mind, in our sixth grade mind, it work. was a brilliant yeah. plan, mm-hmm. and I could make everyone happy and avoid hurting anyone's feelings, and it would make us so much cooler and me so much cooler, and that's all I was worried about. And um, she, of course, ended up finding out, and my mom was actually the one who was like, oh, you're not staying the night? Oh, no. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. And I just looked at her like, no, you're ruining the plan. <laughs> but, um, and she just like, like, in, like I feel like it really crushed her, honestly. Oh, yeah, I bet. And I knew that, like, I was wrong, and even if she, like, even... I wanted her to stay the night at that point because I felt so bad, and she left. Aww. And it was, like, it literally changed everything. Like, we weren't really friends after that. She started hanging out with different people, and I started hanging out with the cool girls a lot, and we ended up being, like, in the same circle, kind mm-hmm. of, but we just it's never, never were. To the were same. Yeah. And the friendships that I ended up, like, getting from that situation were, worth it. were not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, caused a lot of, like, hurt. And st- and then, you know, like, those girls still judged the shit out of me. Like, oh, yeah. And seriously made me miserable through middle school. I mean, <laughs> like, I think the worst job in the world would be to be, like, a 6th or 7th grade teacher. Right? Can you imagine? I yeah. mean, I, my niece is 11. It's and the hardest age. I always... It, they're, like... It starts younger and younger, it seems. Oh, but, yeah. And, like, that story is so... It's so crazy that you brought that up. Because one of the, like, limiting beliefs that I worked through for the longest time... Um, I had my equivalent, and this is in sixth grade as well, like a best friend, and she lived in kind of like a wealthy part of uh-huh. our city or like our kind of neighborhood area because we went to elementary school. We were super close. We played, and then um, and she had come over before, and then she kind of started hanging out with the like cooler, quote-unquote, kids, and I invited her over for, I don't think it was a birthday party, but for something. And she just told me she couldn't come hang out with me and she wasn't going to come to my house because I lived in an apartment. And it was like an oh. arrow to the heart. And I mean, now I'm good with it, but it was like, oh my gosh, like, people don't like you yeah. if you live in like something that they don't deem, I don't know, worthy or whatever. Yeah. So I totally get that. That's definitely a a, a point of life where... I think a lot of trauma can happen for kids, right. like you know, yeah. for sure. So well, we all care too much what other. other people think, but oh, I, isn't that the truth? Yeah. So, oh well, I mean, you can work <laughs> through them for sure. So, okay. Um, next question: One mystical power you want or want to improve? Um, I mean, like I said, I'm working on my um, intuition a lot, mm-hmm. like connecting 
with my guides and things like that. So I definitely want to keep working on that. But if I could just like, you know, reach my hand in the sky and like pick something, I would love to read people's minds. Um, I, I think I'm really good at reading their energy. Oh, yeah. Um, but I would think it would be, you know, I guess if we're going more like superpower, it'd yeah, be like to, yeah. um, to do, read their mind. Like or, mystical powers on steroids. Yeah. Like do that. <laughs> or, um, I think witchcraft is really cool. I'm into like reading more about that as well so mm-hmm. kind of all of those I'm I'm definitely into okay. you um I would say I don't know I had a trouble I had trouble deciding which one on this one but I think that I would pick I don't know <laughs> well, okay you can you can take mine you can try uh, some of those I don't know I feel like I'm really good. Like, I already um, feel like my intuition is really strong. Mm -hmm. And, like, I I definitely feel like I need to um, continue to listen to it. Mm -hmm. Because there are times that I will just, like, ignore things when I'm like, I knew. Yeah. I knew. I Um, I just wrote a post about that. People always regret not listening to it. They never regret listening to their intuition ever. Um, But I I also feel like I can read people really well. so I would say if I could just like pick something that I don't really like, haven't gotten into yet, um, healing. Like I love mm-hmm. being able to heal people. Yeah, it's cool. So I'm, I'm definitely an empath. So I do some Reiki or like chakra yeah, healing yeah. or I like love the idea energetic just, angel healing. Uh huh. Yeah, that'd be cool. Okay. Yeah, that's there what you I go. pick. Okay. Next question: One thing you would change about the world if you could instantly change it. Um, so I will say this with the, um, warning or with the, like, knowledge that there isn't any judgment in what I'm about to say, (laughs) because this is just something I'm passionate about. So, um, you know, I'm vegan or plant-based. I would love to, like, end animal cruelty, and that would include not eating animals for food. I say that with all the love. I don't judge people. You know, I have... Aaron eats me and, or, you know, but I I have no judgment. All of our family members eat me. Um, so I would just say to end animal cruelty, like I, as an empath, like if I see that stuff, like it just hits me in the gut that I can't handle it. So, um, or that I don't want to handle it probably, but I would probably end animal cruelty Mm -hmm. of all kinds. So that would be my little magic trick. Yeah. What about you? Um, I would... I don't know if it's even, I mean, I guess we're we're talking about, like, unrealistic slightly. So, um, I would say just taking every child out of Mm. a bad home or a bad situation. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to, like, Mm -hmm. make every kid safe and and fed. Safe, fed, and warm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. That's a good one. Okay. Um, Okay. What is your favorite cosmic time of year? Um, I hit on it earlier a little bit, but I really like, I'm a fall and winter girl. Uh I can't handle the heat. I prefer (laughs) not to have summer if it wouldn't mess with like the ecological system. (laughs) But um, winter solstice is my favorite time of year. I just feel this like, I, I don't know, like it's because everything is kind of dead or like withdrawn that it's just this very like organic time to self-reflect and like Mm -hmm. renew and 
I just love it. Like, I like being out in the cold, fresh air. I love breathing it. I love snow. I I love it all. So, um, probably winter solstice time is my favorite cosmic time of the year. You? Um, I like... I like the solstices. I like both. But I feel like I started doing a lot of research about Lionsgate. Mm-hmm. And, like, I knew... Um, about significances, you know, like why it was a thing. Right. But I guess since, like, you know, every time that you read about something, even if you've already, like, read it before, it hits different, different like, yes. when it needs yes. to hit different. Uh-huh. You um, can read the same thing ten times, yeah. but at one point it yeah. will just, like, hit you to your soul. Right. Well, yeah. so... August is my birthday month, Mm -hmm. and I've always been like, I celebrate the whole month of August. Like, it's (laughs) all about me. It's my, like, every day of the year, I'm all about everyone else, making them happy. But, like, usually it's like, no, this is my month. (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking it. And it just, like, even if I'm not, like, eating birthday cake every day, it makes me feel like like the opportunity is in my favor. You know what I mean? Or something. Like, it makes me feel powerful, kind of. Um, my lucky numbers, I've always been 11 and eight. Mm -hmm. And, um, so the more that I, like, it got closer to Lionsgate and I started reading about it more Mm -hmm. and just all of the, like, cool significances that I felt like kind of met up with where I'm at right now Mm -hmm. and, like, new opportunities and feeling, like, fearless and, like, bold and courageous and stuff like that, I was, like... Yes, like this is all stuff that I need and want to work on. And also, like, even though my birthday is in August, I'm a Virgo. I know, I was just getting ready to bring this up. I have always tied to the Leo the Lion. I have always felt like, what, like, as a kid growing up and just like reading my horoscope in like Cosmo magazines that I wasn't supposed to be reading, yeah, um, or like, you know, whatever. I, Teen Vogue for sure. Um, I was always like, why am I a Virgo? Like, maybe I'm the first day of Virgo, too. I so see. I always I'm think like, you maybe I was born you. on the wrong day or, you know, but well, there definitely are parts of me that now as I've, like, as I'm an adult and I pay more attention to and, like, know myself a little bit mm-hmm. differently, I definitely relate to parts of being a Virgo, but I still have this, like, Leo side that I'm kind of, like, afraid of (laughs) well so i this has obviously been the sticking point in our friendship i have tried to get her certificate so i could get her time of date um she doesn't have any copies so she needs to go get it i need to get a copy of my birth because you may have like either like your moon or your rising could be in one of those but um also i don't know if you've looked into it that much but like the way that kind of the United States looks at astrology or kind of the Western world is different than a lot of parts of the other, you know, Eastern Mm -hmm. um, world looks at it, that the constellations kind of um, have shifted a little bit. Um, And so technically, like, in the Eastern, um, you know, part of the astrology, you would actually be a Leo because you're, if you fall within so many degrees and you definitely do because you're in the the first first day, um, it could be that. So, um, but I'd be curious to know what your moon is. Yeah. So you present very much as a Leo. Like she's super like cool and trendy and like on point with fashion and like makeup and hair and all that kind of stuff, which is very, you know, Leo and kind of 
putting your your like personality out there it just seems very leo to me so but i'd be curious maybe you have like but then my mom leo moon or my something. mom is a leo and i feel like her and i are so different i know but that's why we like, need your she's moon typical leo. i know yeah. i need to figure it out yeah your moon is like how you feel yeah. you are yeah. your sun is how you present to the world yeah so that makes sense yeah so i kind of say like Lionsgate and jacob mm-hmm. him being so skeptical about like all this weird stuff that I'm into. Mm-hmm. Um, he was asking a lot of questions about it the other night. And just like, what's Lionsgate? Like, well, like why is it a thing? You know, yeah. he had no prior knowledge. So the more that I was explaining it, I, there were little things that I was like, oh. Like, that kind of like resonated even more with mm-hmm. me as I like talked about them. Or... Um, even opportunities or things that I've been like manifesting for our family mm-hmm. and like for him even and for me I'm like oh my gosh like I never even really connected yeah that like it's all happening the it, within the week yeah. of you know this this portal opening and it's so, so cool. it's pretty freaky but yeah. I feel like right now that's my favorite okay I like it it's not it's a good one okay next um, question yeah the last one Brittany always usually has a crystal in her bra, so I felt like it would be silly if I didn't ask, do you have a crystal in your bra? Which I, one? I do. I actually have two in my bra. I always put one on each side. And um, I usually don't have a bra. <laughs> um, I uh, usually put you know, different ones, like the left side of your body is for your feminine energy, your receiving side, and the right side of your body is your masculine and, um, you know, the way you give to the world, your giving side. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, today, because I said that's part, I guess, probably part of my um, morning ritual when I do that, because I have them in my bra all the time, is <laughs> deciding intentions of what I'm calling in and what I'm giving out. And so today, I actually have citrine on the left side, like calling in abundance and good luck. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the right side, I have um, blue lace agate for communication, since we were recording oh, our first podcast perfect. episode. So I was giving that energy out there. So um, it's always really funny, though, if I'm somewhere, and because I'll you know, they're pretty small because you don't want them, like, poking your boobs. But they, like, fall out in public sometimes. Like, <laughs> I wore a romper the other day, and I was in Walmart, and I, like, turned one way, and it must have just somehow slid out, and it dropped on the ground inside of Walmart. So I was like, yeah, that's my crystal. I'll take that. So um, nobody saw, but it was just kind of funny to me. It's funny. Do you have any? Do you have a bra on today? I don't have a bra oh, on. Well, there you go. So, so no, no, no crystals no. for you? But if I were, I don't ever put crystals in my bra just because I have this weird thing about like when I'm working, I get hair in my bra a lot um, and yeah. it's like itchy and I have to re like adjust, adjust and, like, and get the yeah, hair like out. clean it out. Yeah. So I, it just like bugs me to have one in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe you could, like, put them in your pocket or something. So I usually do. If I have a pocket, I usually have one in my pocket. Or I have a little table right by my station. Yeah. Like, that I'll put... I always have a crystal on it. Yeah. And I have lately always had an amethyst crystal on it, too. And then I'll put, like, whatever one of the day that I have with me. So... There you go. So, yeah. I like it. Well, I guess that wraps up our Q&A. We would love to know what your guys' favorite crystal is. So... Find us over on Instagram at um, Cosmic Road Trip Podcast. And on our latest one, I think our latest post um, 
Actually, just write on the latest post because before this comes out, there'll probably be new ones. But we'd love to know what your favorite crystal is and why, and so we can start to get to know you guys as well. But um, if you have any questions or want us to cover any topics, feel free to reach out. Our information and contact info will be in our Instagram or Facebook page. Yeah, or you could DM us. Yeah, we, we like all of the above. We, we like DMs. We like answering questions. So don't hesitate to reach out. But other than that, we hope you guys have a magical week and are looking forward to connecting with you weekly. Yeah. Thank you so much for Thanks, listening. guys. Thanks for joining us this week on the Cosmic Road Trip Podcast. If you like this episode, we would love for you to leave us a five-star review and make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. After all, like energy attracts like energy, so keep the good vibes coming. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.